What'd you do when you saw the schedule the first game of the year? I mean, when did it hit you? It's Boise State. Oh, shoot. It, I mean, it probably it probably hit me when everyone started calling me, asking me for tickets for the game. How uh, many? Uh, well, fortunately, I've only, only need about 20 for this game. It was probably up to more closer to 40 or 50, so I had to tell people that you're on your own. Was Cody Pickett one of them? No, Cody didn't hit me up. You know, Coach, Cody, doesn't, he doesn't need tickets to show. He could just show up. He's a rock star? He's a rock star. All right, you, guys, so, you got rock star access. Yeah, he, Cody does, definitely. So, yeah, me and Cody are pretty tight, actually. So, yeah. it's funny, a Boise guy and Washington guy and met each other in Boise. We ended up being really, really tight when he came back and he was uh, in the off season and, and when he started uh, – you know, when he retired and moved back to that area. So it was pretty cool. Cody always cracks me up because when he was playing here, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, one of the boosters had a racehorse and he called Cody to Reggie. Really? Did you know that? No, I did not know that. I did not know that. That doesn't surprise me because I always called him big time. So, you know, so that celebrity status, Cody is, you know, and I, I don't know Reggie other than meet, getting an opportunity to meet him last year, but Cody's a... Shoot, he's a special player for sure. How's the running back room changed to this week? Uh, you know, it's just from last week, and obviously with you know Cam going down, um, it's just giving guys just more opportunities to to show what they got. But um, yeah, we're you know we're pretty excited what we got. So we got enough guys in that room where we'll be we'll be just fine. You know, do you actually like, there's certain positions you name a starter. Mm -hmm. Do you name a starter at running back, or is it a little yeah. different? You know, um, when you definitely have one guy who everyone knows and respects and knows that he does everything right and who's going to be able to lead you, yes, I would. Yes, you do name a starter. Um, you know, the beautiful part about right now is that we know that we'll have a few guys that will be playing that you can't necessarily say, hey, he's going to be the starting running back for the season. You know, but we would love for – you know, obviously guys like, uh, you know, Dylan Johnson, Will Nixon, you know, Sam, Rich, Nagata, and I know I'm naming them all pretty much that are in that room, but, you know, we would like to see how those guys truly compete and see how they help us and, you know, how they produce on game day. One of the wild stats we saw last week was that when it comes to career receptions, Dylan Johnson has more career receptions than Jalen or Rome. That's crazy. Did you know that? No, actually, I did not know that. Career receptions. Career receptions. Wow. Dylan has more. So at the end of the year, mm -hmm. will that still be true? <laughs> well, that just means the running backs are getting touches. So either way, I'm good. So however that's, however we get that done or we can get as many touches as, as possible to, to help our team win, that's obviously what will get done. So if that means, you know, Dylan Johnson is still going to be the leading career and, you know, or, you know, leading Rome and, uh, you know, uh, in catches, that, hey, it is what it is. You're one of the guys who just, he looks great, but he can't stay healthy. Rich Newton, mm -hmm. just, I mean, he just look, has that look, but he can't yeah. stay healthy. What's it yeah. going to take for Rich to really become that guy? Well, one, he's, he's had an offseason now where he's able to go through, you know, our strength and conditioning program, and he was able to make it all the way through, uh, you know, with no, you know, major setbacks at all. Um, you know, his body is, is his body. So now it's about how does he prepare for the day? How does he prepare for practice? Does he, you know, he's got to spend a little bit of extra time. You know, and for someone that might only spend 30 minutes getting ready for practice, he might have to spend an hour to get ready for practice. Um, but that's all part of it. It's, you know, everyone's, you know, his bodies are different. And for him to, to really 
not only just be the man, but it's just like any running back, just being consistent and being available. You know, with, when guys come in from high school, sometimes it just takes longer for things to kick in. Some guys get it day one. Some guys take a couple of years. Mm. What changed with Will Nixon? Um, I would just say just reps, right? Just kind of just to what you just said, really. Sometimes, sometimes guys can hit the ground running. Sometimes it takes a little bit just to get used to the position because you're not out in space. Now you're around all the big guys. And now it's just, you know, those windows are, are different, right? Those holes are not as big or you know they're a lot smaller and you know color flashes right in front of your eyes and you got to be able to react so um you know and every day will continues to get better so I'm, I'm really really proud of where how far will has come and how fast he's coming along because you know did i expect it to happen sooner i don't know everyone's different you know just like what you said so where he's at now, I'm happy with. You know, I'm excited to see how he does on, on Saturday. One last one from me. Just Wayne Telepapa was kind of like a safety blanket where you could put him back there and pass mm -hmm. protection, and mm -hmm. you know he's got it. Yeah. Are you that comfortable with anybody on the Yeah, I'm comfortable room? with all the running backs. You know, it, at the end of the day, it comes down to communication, right? And as long as our communication with the O-line um, and along with Mike is, is obviously up to the same standards it was last year, you know, I feel very comfortable with any of those guys being out there. Those guys don't make me nervous at all. I feel good with those guys being out there. Um, obviously, Wayne was great, you know, but um, now it's time for some new guys to get the job done as well and, and keep nine upright. Right, Lila, one more talking to Wayne. He got released by the Hawks. Have you had a chance to talk to him and what's planned? No, unfortunately, no. I reached out to him. Um, I'm pretty sure he was probably busy or maybe even traveling. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's wish he was with the Hawks right now um, on a team. But you know what? You know, someone's going to pick him up. He's going to get another opportunity because I promise you there's not an NFL team out there. Or there's not a guy on a team that, that is a better teammate that's going to make more. And, you know, that's I, he's going to make those sacrifices that are going to help make your team better and be the best leader. And that's what Wayne was. And that's why he was voted a captain um, by our guys. And ultimately, I mean, you know, he was just he wasn't that far from being a thousand yard rusher for us. You know, and he was great in pass protection, catching the ball, scoring touchdowns. And I know the, the you know, the Hawks got a chance to see that. And I know he did some really, really good things, for, you know, for them from my conversations with, with Wayne. And I just hope he gets another chance. You say you play multiple guys. Last year you rotated Mateo in there quite yep. a bit. And you rotated guys in. And they yep. got series. Can we anticipate seeing the same thing? Yeah, I would. I mean, I think all the guys are deserving to play. So we'll, you know, we'll pick and choose our spots. We're going to do what we're going to do the best thing for the team at all times. Um, but there's guy, there's plenty of guys that are deserving to play. And, you know, every other position group, they rotate guys. Like, guys practice well. They communicate well. You know, why can't we do that with the O-line um, and when guys are deserving of it? And so um, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly do a little bit of that. You know, I was talking about continuity with the offensive line, guys playing together. Is that an issue when you're rotating guys? No, because in? we get so many. I don't think so. I think everybody's competent. Everybody's They all have confidence within each other, and they've had so many reps, whether it was, you know, whoever at center, whoever at right guard, left guard, left tackle, right I mean, we just there's just a standard in which we have to operate, and um, and so we practice that way. And so I feel like the guys, uh, they all feel confident um, with whatever the lineup is. How familiar are you with Andy Avalos? Yeah, Coach Avalos and I played together. You know, we're we're friends. Um, you know, we when I worked at Boise, we worked at Boise together. We would do stuff together, on, you know, outside of football. So yeah, I'm I'm really uh, I know Coach Avalos very well. I'm uh, he's done a great job, and 
Um, you know, they look like they're going to have a really good team this year, and it's going to be a great chess force on Saturday. I know the mindset that they, those guys have coming in environments like that because I was, you know, I was one of those guys. Knowing him, does that is that an advantage or maybe not so much? No, I don't. Do. I know they, they they've uh, they put in their preparation. Uh, you know, I know that they'll have some wrinkles for us, whether it's you know different pressures that we haven't seen. Um, you know, they're good coaches. They're gonna they're gonna have their guys uh, in the best situations that they can think of to uh, to make it really really hard on us. So. Is there a number in terms of offensive line units or kind of groups that you are comfortable playing with, or is there too many at some point? Ooh, I'm sorry, what was that? Like in terms of number of offensive line units, like different combinations of offensive line units, is there a number that you want to hit, or is there too many? Is there a, maybe a um, I think I just think we always have to be ready. You know, I mean, football's a violent game. We got to be ready for the next man up, and so that's always kind of at the front of your mind is is how are we preparing these guys because you know crazy things can happen and. and Ultimately, at the end of the day, the show goes on, and so we have to be in a position to 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 play multiple players. And and I, you know, I feel like that's something that we uh, we do a pretty good job of around here is just getting the guys reps at the kind of having dotting all our eyes and crossing all our t's. And I know the depth chart is kind of loose, but what did Jalen Clem do to crack that the two D? Yeah, Jalen, um, he came in. He's a super smart. Picked it up really fast. He's uh, you can tell that he's a good athlete. He can move. He can bend. Um, he still needs to get, you know, another year in the weight room. But I mean, he, he we feel like he's 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 gonna um, he's got a high ceiling, and he's only going to continue to get to grow and get better. And um, we're really excited and lucky to have him here. Coach Brechterfield, hey, Coach. Uh, first uh, first game of the first game week for you. Just tell me how you're feeling about your guys right now. Uh, I think they're ready to go. You know, to another different opponent. You know, we've been playing Washington this whole time. I think they're ready to to get going. Uh, MJ Ali just hit the progress that he's made. We've heard it from Coach DeBoer, Coach Morell, but just your your opinion. You, you got a little bit more of the technical. Stuff. Yeah, I think um, he actually has some time to to develop in the position. Battling injuries last year, kind of kind of in and out. Uh, I think in the full spring, full summer, full fall, he's finally um, feeling comfortable in there. So I, I, he's playing at a high level right now. I like the way he's playing. What were the things that he really had to work on this off season? Fixing his eyes, uh, pad level, um, fit and run blocks. You know, I think the the, the pastoral stuff. It's, it's the pastoral stuff, but you know, to play the run blocks is it, it has happening right now. So I think just training his eyes and his hands to fit those. It's, it's yeah. kind of been his biggest yeah. jump. Okay. You look, With your young dudes seeing out of your position group this week and this uh, this season and this week in particular, uh, obviously he's always stopped the run. You know, and then you know they got a quarterback that can can break the pocket and he can do things with his legs to so contain that quarterback in the pocket and putting some pressure on him. But first of all, start stopping the run. And then uh, when the pass presents itself, try to put some pressure on him. How did their backs complement each other on film? What have you seen from that? Yeah, I think, you know, it's kind of thunder lightning type deal. I think um, Holani is, he can slash and the other guy wants to run through your face. You know, I think a two-headed monster, you know, I think they, there's really no drop-off when one is out. So um, expecting both to play, obviously, and, um, you know, we got to do a great job, uh, you know, playing playing the run. You know, with what they present now with just the running backs, with the quarterback himself too. So, with your younger guys, how, how have the Parkers come along as they've just had more time to practice here and then be in the system? Yeah, I think um, you know Armand has a spring under his belt in the fall, so he's he's figuring it out. And Javon Javon's ahead of him, obviously, because he actually played last year, and so um, they're coming along. I think I think well, Javon's going to be in the rotation, you know, and, and Armand is working his way trying to get in it. You know, he's just he's been he's been um, working working his butt off to, to get into the rotation and and when he's ready he'll play.
Those guys, those guys look so similar, but how are their skill sets different when you break them down? You know, I think Javon has the better knack in the pass rush. Um, uh, Armand is more of a run stuffer. You know, uh, Javon can play the run too, but I think he's got enough for rushing the passer. And whereas Armand, you know, he'll he'll do a good job stopping the run. To Atele, uh, you know, he, one thing he told me was, you know, when he showed up here, he could bench like 150 or something like that because it's back. He's up to about 245 now. How, how has he changed over the last year since you got here? Yeah, I think you know he's been he's been battling injuries ever since I got here. So it's just I'm just trying to get a healthy Fatui, you know, and and he's um, you know he's he's a leader of the group. Him and Tuli, they're they're I look at them too for, for leadership on the group, and you know he sets the example. Um, you know, MJ too, but I think um, you know Fatu is a smart football player. You know, I mean he's he's very detailed in his work, and um, you know he, he's every time he's on the field, I trust that he's going to get the job done. How's it feel to practice now with actual football weather? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Yesterday was perfect too, as well. So it's uh, starting to get closer, and the weather's cooperating too, as well. So yeah, it should be uh, should be a great Saturday afternoon. It's going to be 80 degrees though on Saturday. Would you rather this or? No, I think Hand it's good. You know what I mean? Our guys, uh, we had some. We had the week there where it got pretty warm, I think, and we uh, tried to put that thing right in the middle of the day, just so those guys had to deal with some, you know, longer practices in the heat. And I thought our guys, you know, our strength conditioning guys do a great job of making sure that, you know, our guys have some work capacity built up, and, and they can, you know, not just stand out here and survive fall camp, but they can, you know, what I mean, they can get better and thrive, and, and uh, you know, even if there's some heat out here, so. Yeah, man, we got, and we're, I think we're deep enough, too, as well, um, that, you know, we should be able to rotate enough guys and be able to handle, a, you know what I mean, a warm day. Let's ask some of the guys if they have any things that, kind of a rituals or superstitions on game day. Do you have anything that you make sure to do every game? Um, we do some things, like, um, just some reminders. You know, we'll come into the stadium, we start out with the specialists, and, and uh, make sure we go to both ends of the stadium, and they, uh, they get to look at where their targets are, so when they're on the right hash, the middle, and the left hash, and then... We'll take our shield guys and show them where we want them to stand when it's a backed up punt and that kind of stuff. And then uh, we'll do some things with our edge guys just to make sure that, hey, last minute tips and reminders. And then I really like, you know, by that time, it's those guys need to prepare how they need to prepare and get ready to go. And I'll go through kind of, a, you know, a different situational thing at the end of the game and, and uh, make sure that, you know, you're on the same page as the head coach, whether you have timeouts left at the end of the game or not. And you got to. You know, you're down by whatever and just play through those scenarios so that when it happens that, you know what I mean, you've thought about it and, and you're ready to go. So um, not so much like, you know, like eating the same thing or, or you know what I mean, being in the same same place or anything like that. Just more or less just kind of going through a checklist and making sure that, uh, you know, you've kind of went through everything and guys know exactly, you know, what to do. And and uh, if the uh, situation comes up, then you've, you've covered it. Yeah, I remember, I always like to go down and look at the opposing team, you know, just see how big their lines are. And I remember seeing Adrian Peterson, and I go, that's a running back. <laughs> Did you ever wander down there to kind of eyeball? No, no, not really. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you know, I've been at some places where it's like, hey, guys, they're going to be bigger than us anyway, so let's just, you know what I mean, come out here and go to work every day. But uh, no, not really. Like I said before, it's more of a... Uh, you know, making sure game day operations and everything like that is smooth and that, uh, you know, I really like to observe our team, to be honest with you, more than the other team and just kind of get a feel for, you know, where we think our guys are at. You can tell when they have the right demeanor, the right look in their eye. And, and uh, you know, you got to you got to be really focused on game day. And I think, uh, you know, that's one thing our guys do a good job of. We hit the we hit the ground in in, uh, in pregame pregame warm up and, and there's some intensity and some tenacity. And, and uh, I think our coaches, you know, 
throughout our entire program do a good job too of making sure that hey there's not a day where our guys aren't ready to play you work a you work a lot of months you know what i mean for 12 opportunities so it's you got to take advantage of every single one is there a guy that you're kind of eyeballing a little bit to see what he's going to do when the lights go on um yeah always when you throw the young guys out there the first time you'll be interesting to see how they are you know it's exciting you put a lot of work and uh you know you pour into these guys and and uh, you do it so that they can go out there and have some success i mean that's the that's the one thing really you become you're still a coach on game day but you really become a little bit of fan of these guys too as well and get them to go out there and and uh, you know put them in situations where you think they can be successful and then just let them go be that who they are so um so yeah i mean it'll be fun there'll be some guys out there this saturday that'll you know play their first meaningful stamps and in, in uh in a husky uniform so that's always i think something that that is pretty special you know you make that jump from high school to college and you kind of wonder like hey will it ever happen and now it'll happen for these guys and some of the guys it's been you know two or three years since they've been on the field in those types of situations so it'll be fun for them to work as hard as they have and wait for their opportunity and now take advantage of it when they get it they're not letting you ease into the schedule this year <laughs> yeah no doubt about it man get ready to go day one i think uh you know we got a lot of respect for for boise state and, and the type of program they are and i know their guy their guys will be you know what I mean, um, amped up and ready to go. And coming in here on the road, it'll be, you know, one of those days where um, you just know those guys will be ready to go. So, like I said, we keep the focus on us. Um, we got to make sure our players are in the right place and, and, and doing the right things and communicating and playing hard. And I just think the scoreboard will take care of itself, you know what I mean, when it comes to that. So um, you're right, though. Like, hey, we're, you want to be the best, you got to play good people. So we're going we're gonna to play, a, you know, a really good opponent on Saturday. You've got some background with Avalos. You've played him. Yeah, we played in uh, in 01 in Fresno, so um, they did a great job. I thought they had a really good scheme. Um, I got a lot of respect for, you know, the way they run their program and, and just, uh, you know, they're well coached. I think they're, you know, very confident. They feel like, hey, there's no environment too big, no team that, you know, that they're not, uh, they're not going to shy away from or anything like that. So we know, like I said, we got to, we got to come out and play well. And right from the first snap, you know what I mean? That's. That's a huge thing for us is getting off to a good start here. And and uh, our guys know that. They know they're playing a good opponent on Saturday, and they, they recognize it. And, and uh, you know, I feel good about, you know, them making sure that they respect, you know what I mean, the opponent that's coming in here Saturday. Yeah, one last question. You've been coaching for a while. What's it like coming out of this tunnel? Oh, man. I mean, when you come out, it, there's there's um, there's some days in this business where it's like, hey, man, your your blood starts boiling a little bit, and it's um, you're like, hey, this is why you do this. You're living today, you know what I mean, type of deal. And you walk out of the tunnel here, man. There's there's no better place, you know what I mean. You could pull a lot of people in the country and say, hey, man, if there's a place that you could walk out and it was loud and and uh, you know in a full stadium, where would it be? And and this would be at the at the top of the list for a lot of people. So I'm excited, and I know our players are excited too. Does it get real? when you put the headset on is that the point it becomes real um yeah i mean i think you know what i mean at that point you're just kind of you know it's you're ready to, to coach football and watch the game and and uh you know a lot of times the games are about learning like that's where you learn a lot about not only your your team and your players but also uh you know what i mean like what 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 you feel like you know your guys are going to be good at executing and stuff like that so um you know i think yeah i mean it's it's once you get out of your pregame and, and uh, you know what I mean, people start coming into the stadium and you feel the buzz around it, you definitely uh, start to, you know what I mean, turn to a little different person and, and, and get into that game mode at that time. Coach Inge, hey, uh, you know, first first game week, 
Uh, what's it like? I mean, what's the energy like for you guys in practice this time this time of the year? The energy has been really good. The guys have been locked in. Uh, they are ready to be able to hit someone else. <laughs> well, in the NFL, I mean, I, I've always wondered, and this is just kind of this isn't even really for publication or anything, but I, I've always thought because the NFL always does those scrimmages against other teams. I'm wondering if that might be something that uh, colleges might eventually do someday. Yeah, I, you know, I think something like that potentially could work out if you're during the the early August portion yeah. of things, you know, when kids aren't in school. Yeah. But outside of that, most of the time when they're in school, that it, it may so be a little really bit You can't really make the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So anyway, back to our stuff here. So uh, just to kind of tell me, you know, how, how you're feeling about where the linebackers are right now. Do, do you see... These guys being making that jump in the, in year two. Yes, we feel really good about our group thus far from a maturity standpoint, from a pre- preparation aspect. They've been doing everything that's been required of them, and then some. And, and now it's time to be able to go show it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Bryant, you know, I I know that he's a young guy, probably won't play a ton early in the season. But is he a guy still making a push to possibly get in that rotation? Yes, he is. Uh, he is someone who's been doing very good. We we are so pleased to have someone like him on our football team, just from a personality standpoint, from a leadership uh, standpoint as well. We're just pleased to have someone like him on our team. So, I mean, a lot of it comes down to natural instinct for some of these guys, but also he's just, he's a student of the game. I know that. And you had mentioned before that uh, coming from St. John Bosco was really big for him. What, What does a system like that do for a guy who might already have great instincts, but then they're able to take How are they able to coach up a little bit better? Yeah, with what they do systematically, because they're so extravagant in what they do mm-hmm. and who they play, they're going to have their players ready when they come to college. So from a linebacker standpoint, I always want to recruit that school because I know their players are going to be ready mentally mm-hmm. to be able to do some of the things that you do at the collegiate level. Uh, so is it right now, I mean, does it look like you know, your guys are going to be able to rotate quite a bit between the, the four main guys. Yeah, and that's what we'd like to be able to do is to try to have a, a good, healthy rotation of the guys so everyone can be able to play hard, play fast, be fresh, and be able to literally, as we say, play play on to your rev limiter. With, with the way defenses rotate guys in so much nowadays compared to what it used to be in the 80s, 90s, you're not going to see guys making tackle numbers on, on a regular basis in the 150, 200 tackles. But do these guys have that capability um, to, to be those guys if you oh, play yeah. the rotation? Oh, yeah, easily, okay. um, beyond a doubt. But see, this is what this is able to do now is instead of having two guys play all the time, if someone gets hurt and no one's playing, now you got to get someone up to speed. So imagine if you're playing four or five and six players, and they're all very, very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. The, the thing I would like to challenge people to do is just, just when it comes to my history and pedigree, look at how the whole position has played in a game with respect to the production. Because then you're going to see exactly why we've been able to be fairly successful in our room and within our group. Uh, Raylan Goforth, talk about the progress he's made since he got here. He's only been here about, what, six months now or eight months now, whatever was and um, you know he, he was behind the other guys just from a knowledge standpoint but talk, talk about the jump he's made since yeah uh, Raylan is up to speed and, and he, he is ready to go from a maturity standpoint his preparation is great from a physical tackling and hitting standpoint I think that we don't have to talk about that because we have seen that from a frequent past behavior standpoint and we know we're going to be able to see that here on Saturdays to come in the fall I, I talked to Alfonso a couple weeks ago and he doesn't have a cast on his hand like he did last year which basically was the entire season right that he had it tell me about 
how he's a different player from last year? More from a preparation standpoint. Outside of not having to dance in the club anymore, yeah. he was all good. Um, but when you have the opportunity to get into year two in the system, when it comes to the development and preparedness, he is off the charts. He is he is someone you want on your football team, and he can go play on any football team in America. And we're pleased to have him with us, and you're going to see from a production, from a leadership, from driving the defense, he, he will be one of the best guys in the country. And what does Carson Bruner bring to the table? Exactly the same. The one thing that, that people probably don't understand is we've had a chance to really have Carson really get in some good physical and skill development here during the offseason. So seeing him from a running standpoint, he's one of the fastest guys in the room. We've had him clock at 21 mile an hour. So from a speed standpoint, he's one of the faster guys in the room. And athletically, seeing him in space, we've definitely been pleased with him thus far. And then Eddie, just talk about what he's what he's been able to do because last year yeah. this time he was still healing up. <laughs> yeah, Eddie is the general the general of of, of the group, uh, very mature. He's going to be one being able to make plays, but from a physical standpoint, he is he is he would you would call him the Incredible Hulk of the group just physically because he, he's able to do some things at the point of attack to redefine things there. Does he look bigger to you than he was last year? Because maybe it's the number five instead of 48, but he just looks like he's in a different kind of shape than he is. Maybe. Yeah, well, and, and that's just a tribute to Coach Mack. And we know we got one of the best strength staffs in the country here. And the things that they do with him and uh, uh, Coach Alley and, and the nutrition staff, it, it is second to none.